so good to see your face again we did the last two weeks over the phone and it was it different just, it totally threw me off i didn't know when you were gonna talk when i was gonna talk it was i didn't like it i think we did okay with that part but i really truly do miss reading your face mm, you know I have, I, oh. I've, I've been told i have a face like a book i and i love to read it and i mm. and it's my favorite series no i that's stupid <laughs> um, oh that was a nice pity laugh though do you um, read? Sorry, I don't want to go too far off of. We have business to attend to. We but do. do you read? Do you read yeah. books? Yeah, like, a lot. Uh, I've been trying to more. I usually have a couple books going. I read read an entire book last weekend. No way. Which book? Into the Dark Dark Wood, and Reese Witherspoon is gonna make the movie. Oh, is it gonna be like a sequel to Wild? That's no, her, right. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's right. Sorry, Ryan. We don't know what movie Reese Witherspoon is in. Oh, yeah. Absolutely not. It's fine. Well, I, don't, I was just thinking because I, I um, recently read, started read, trying to read again, um, and all the books I'm reading are YA books. Um, and I think I, <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of shame about it, but I think I shouldn't. I think it's, it's that I am a young adult. I'm only 23. I, I should know. read young adult books. But they're like garbage. Like what? Do you like that aspect? Oh of no, I I read two good YA books. One, really a children's book. Uh, Teresa gave me um, that Hate You Give, um, mm. which is about like a young black girl who witnesses a um, police shooting. Um, that one's super good. Would definitely recommend. And then I read um, a Lemony Snicket book. <laughs> Oh my god. I love Lemony Snicket. Wait, did he write other things besides a series of unfortunate events? Yes. So the book I'm reading now is the first, or I finished, I read it in like a day and a half. Uh, It's the first book in a series called All the Wrong Questions. um, And it's a autobiography, you know, it's autobiographical about Lemony Snicket as a young boy. It's really fun. Wait, is it, is it like a, fictional thing yeah 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 yeah. it's okay it's about the character lemony snicket got it not just him using his pen name exactly um and he's like that's so i love it that's deep it's good it's good and it's kind of like do you did you read series of unfortunate events oh totally it's got like a bunch of like of the fingerprints of series of unfortunate events because it's still lemony snicket without so it's still business we have business to attend to yes um we have we have bit we have news. Yeah, we do. Someone never... someone else wanted to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Monday. Yeah. May fifteenth, uh, Emily and I will be on um, the, the Great Blight Way podcast, which is hosted by friend of the show Ryan Kenny and friend of the friend of the show Caitlin Looney. Um, well, you know, Caitlin, I don't, I, yeah, I, I was her boss at, uh, some place that we worked. No way. Did you ever have to like reprimand her? No, she was totally. Don't spoil Don't spoil it. No, she was cool. I have nothing to say. She was awesome. Okay. Um, but no, it's, they're, they're two, um, Chicago comedy legends, um, 
I don't know. That might be too nice. Uh, and and uh, it's gonna be fun. We're talking about oh, so their their podcast. If you're interested, it's all about uh, movie musicals. Um, and we are talking about newsies. <laughs> um, so that's that's I'm I'm too excited for words. Yeah. Um, but that's the business. Uh, you went on a exciting outdoorsy vacation. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> this is what happened. Okay. She's holding, I'm sorry. She's holding, t- uh, what is those, the um, uh, twisty ties? They're the twisty ties. <laughs> but, but like rubbing them together as if they're like two sticks that she's trying to start a fire. Continue, Emily. Or like jump a car. Okay. So mm. yeah. Okay. So I went camping. I had no cell service for like four days. It was amazing. Um, and my family does this every year. It's like the Lebanese side of my family. So it's just a lot of like loud, loving, big hair people. And this was our 50th year. So it's pretty big. They made t-shirts. They made t-shirts about um, it. Do you have one? Yeah. Yeah. It's my profile picture. Oh, oh look. What is yeah. it? What also, go you... like my profile picture. It's pretty I'm so- I, I'm sorry. Um, okay. So... But, so I tented this year, like, all by myself for the first time, which normally mm-hmm. if I tent, I, I do it with someone else. But I was like, nah, I'm going to be grown and do it by myself. So first night, I slept like a baby. Oh, my God, I slept so well. In the morning, so there's these things called bear lockers, which you put all your food into it at the end of the night because there are bears out there. Yes. And you, you climb it, you, you hang it on a tree. Correct. Yeah. So it's just totally out of their reach. Yeah. Yes. Um, except they're just cemented into the ground. So, so, okay. so freaking I wake up my first morning there and the bear locker nearest to my tent has been pushed and rotated like 120 degrees Mm-mm. by a bear, by a Mm-mm. goddamn real ass bear. There were, Mm-mm. did I, t- did I send you my video of it? No. Stop oh, I have it. to. No, I'll send you. The, well, I didn't see the bear, but uh, you can see his okay. paw prints all over it. It's <gasps> nuts. So then, the next night, I don't know if anything really happened the next night. But then a couple days later, okay, there was this truck parked by my tent, and it was maybe like seven feet away, and I heard this one. The bear broke into this truck, like popped the back window, right? And was rummaging through, taking out all this food. So there were Oreos on the ground. There were tortillas. Oh, my God. And in the middle of the night, like, I heard it playing with the plastic bag of the tortillas. But, like, you got to just stay put. Like, what are you going to do? You do not confront the bear. I know that much. All I know is, like, I was just like, don't have to pee right now. Don't have to pee right (laughs) now. And it was fine. Like, that was my biggest fear, was having to pee in the middle of the night. But yeah, definitely was, like, very near a bear a lot. It was Quick awesome. Question. Quick yeah. question. Quick yeah. question. Um, so I'm looking at these shirts. First of all, beautiful shirts. Like, Thank you. These are not... Did you, like, who made it? Like, are they a my graphic aunt. designer? Those no. Are, those are amazing. I know. Um, that's not just, like, stock custom ink. Like, so she, someone put some time into that. Um, my, I will say, my 14-year-old cousin drew the mountain. No she's, way. She's super talented. It blows my mind, but she drew the mountain. That's crazy. But yeah. at the bottom of the shirt, it says uh, fishing trip. Yeah. Did you fish? Yes. No way. Did you catch? 
I didn't catch anything, but... Yeah, that's my experience with fishing. I, <laughs> I, uh, last time I went, I caught one fish. It was the biggest fish of the trip, and I was done. Mm-hmm. That, I, that sounds I, like you. That yeah. sounds like a classic Emily Toby move. No, I showed up, I got the job done, and I fucking dipped. Um... But no, but this is like fishing's the thing in our family. Like we don't all like have a passion for it, but we all know how to do it and we will all do it. You know what I mean? And it's nice. Like my brother's out there, like he's not a fisherman by any means, but like we're both like we know how to cast. You know? I it's just like, wa- yeah. I just wanna say too that um I real I really love this profile picture. Uh, and the reason is because when I think of you, like even though you know we've we've now done this podcast for so long, and like you know we I have a lot of like I have a lot of memories of you outside of Chicago and outside of uh, whatever. But like um, when I think of you, I think of you wearing sunglasses, boots, <laughs> and with a uh, a flat shirt tied around your waist. <laughs> like that is that is what you look like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like if 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 anyone was ever like. Um, <laughs> You know, if you ever, God forbid, went missing and I needed to give, like, a, a, a description, I'd be like, I don't know what she looks like, but she's probably wearing sunglasses, boots, and <laughs> has a plaid shirt tied around her waist. And that's exactly <laughs> what you're wearing in this, <laughs> in this picture. I gotta say, I, I felt like my most authentic self. <laughs> it really looks like you had a great time. Yeah, no, I'm really feeling it. Um, that is so funny. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, well, um, I'm, so, I'm so glad I could deliver on that. Um, yeah, that is and that is exactly what I look like. Speaking <laughs> of people going missing and the police having to investigate, oh, <laughs> that was the smoothest it's ever been. We watched a documentary about murder. Woo. Um, you picked the documentary, so you can uh, you can handle this part. <sighs> I did. So I picked um. The new Netflix original casting John Bonet, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of. Hot. I thought it was gonna be crazy, so I figured we had to do it. Like it just yeah. came out. Let's get hot take. Hot take. Uh oh! Yikes! This looks like a. This no, looks, looks like a lukewarm take. It is a lukewarm take. I I am gonna need this this time to flesh out my feelings about it. Um, I'm in a similar spot. Okay, but so I have a question for you because I know this case. I've watched right. many a documentary about it, so I was able to kind of follow shit. Okay, mm-hmm. are you? Were you familiar with this case before watching? Almost not at all. Okay, um, and how did you feel about that? Like, did you feel like they did a good job of informing you of what happened? No, I was. Okay, I don't, yeah. I don't think so. So okay, well, so let's. Just really quickly, in case you didn't watch this documentary, but you should, because it's it's different. Um, it's entirely framed in auditions for a movie about uh, the John Benet Ramsey case. So instead of being about the John Benet Ramsey case, it's kind of all told through this interesting lens of auditions. And because of that, if you don't know, like me, if you don't know a lot about the case going in. There are a lot of, like, specifics that you don't learn. Right. And that's where I was kind of, like, I thought this was an interesting, like, performance piece. I Mm. don't know that I would have called it a documentary because I was familiar with the fact that they were reading actual transcripts of things, um, 
You know what I mean? Like, and I understand in what context those were coming I ass- from. I assumed that they were actual transcripts. Right. Um, but yeah, I but I but I did question sometimes whether they were actual transcripts. I kept, but I kept thinking that too. The thing I kept thinking was, you know, when you go to a, a museum, like an art museum, and they put movies on the wall, and yes. it's the kind of movie you can walk in halfway and kind of just experience it and leave. That's yes. sort of what that's sort of what this felt like. That it wasn't yes. one continuous piece as much as it was like an art museum. Yes, I uh, I totally agree with that. Um, and that's why I think I was kind of like having a hard time thinking about how I felt about it because um, I am like a nut about this this case and so like I love any documentary that gives me like a, a new like perspective or like a new bit of information and I didn't really feel like this did that because everything was through the actor's point of view either emotionally or what they remember actually happening at the time right you know but what I so- mean there was no fact but so, no fact. All, There's all no fact. <laughs> um, but but one of the things that I, so I get that right, and I I I don't know that you were really complaining, but like I get that like. You right? hear me. I hear you. I hear you. you. I see your truth, and I recognize your truth. Thank you. But 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 also one thing is that, so like this case, almost more than any other case, is like so much about public perception and mm-hmm. about about what other people think happened to John Bonet. So it's a really interesting way to talk about it um, to only show what other people think and what other people remember. Yes. Um, all the actors were, for the most part anyway, were locals who kind of like experienced the hype right then and there at the time. Yes. In Boulder. Um, and so it was kind of interesting to get kind of raw public reaction rather than talking about public reaction yes no i i agree with that so (laughs) we're both like (laughs) um so what so something i did like because i didn't think this was bad i was just uh confused or conflicted but what i did like was that they did go into the emotional side of this case which was how the family presented themselves because um, one way or another, you're dealing with a murder. Uh, if you if you read anything, you probably think the parents at least knew what happened, and you probably think the brother did it, or at least I do. Um, do you know what BDI stands for? BDI? No. Yeah. So I I from this documentary, I briefly jumped into the Reddit underground of John Bonet Ramsey cases, um, okay. and there are uh, BDI theories and JDI theories and PDI theories, um, and that's Burke did it, right? John did it, and Patsy did it, right? Theories, but that's like accepted terminology apparently. That is so the, interesting in this world. Okay, sorry, keep going. No, so so they're dealing with a lot, you know what I mean? Like, in my mind, it's like they're dealing with a kid who's kind of nuts and killed his sister. They're dealing with a dead sister, and they're dealing with the fact that they knew about it and covered it up. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, their emotional reactions in the media and their body language was super studied by people. So to have actors come in and be, like, you know, embodying this, this mm-hmm. situation... And even some of them having experience with, like, murders and, and uh, violence, um, their reactions were much different. And so I thought that was cool to show, like, A, not everyone's going to react the way that you think they are. 
But here's a few other people who are reacting to the situation. Mm-hmm. I also, and I don't know that I have a point to this, but I would like to say it out loud. And say it out loud. Help me think through it. I yeah. think there's something interesting about having it set, it, having the actors speak during an audition. There were a lot of times it felt like people were saying things about the case because they thought it was the right answer. Sure. Because um, it's like a job interview, right? It's like when when a lot of them bring up their own personal like connections to death and murder, and it's interesting to hear them say that in a way that's like. Hi, I'm auditioning for Patsy Ramsey, and don't worry because my brother was murdered. So, like, I know all about murder. Yeah, and it was interesting to to see those connections people have to the case. Totally. Um, no, and that was cool because, like, like you said, like everyone was connected to it somehow. Um, I thought In it was surprising inter- ways too. Yeah, I liked I liked the guy who was uh, he was like a former Chicago PD guy or something. And he was like, yeah, we uh, we use this case as a as a how to not process a scene. Right. Well, and there was, was like, another police honest. officer. There was another police officer who was like, yeah, we used this case yesterday. Like we we yeah, we used this as an example yesterday. Um, no, it's super true. Like, do we need to discuss like the bare bones of what happened at all? Do you think? Of the case? Yeah. Like, did you read up on, like, what happened? Oh, yeah. I could do okay. bare bones. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes some sense. But but also, I sort of love the fa- or hate. I don't know. I, I think it's interesting to point out that, like, this documentary does not end giving you a, like, this person did it theory. Um, no. Most documentaries about any murder case, for that matter, like, kind of end with, like, a, and here's how it happened. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and I just imagine Clue right now. This ends with like an orgy of tears, um, but yeah. no, but no answers. Um, when it ended, I was like, "Did this just end?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, though, so I was on the train watching it, and it—I mean, I think orgy of tears is probably, although it's crude, is probably the best way to put it. It's just all the actors crying for an extended period of time. Um, oh, totally. And that was, you know, uh, you know, we I watch a lot of these documentaries on the train, and I I hid I hid the the screen because I was like, yeah. I don't, what do people think I'm looking at? Yeah, I feel what you're saying. But it did just kind of end, and you were like, mm. oh, that's all. Oh, well, that was really over. Is how I felt about it. Okay, give it give it the bare bones. One minute or less. Bare bones. Uh, John Benet Ramsey was a uh, six. Uh, Six. She was born in 1990. She was killed December 25th or 6th, six. 1996. Oh, yeah, because 666. Six, 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 and Satan. Um, she was reported kidnapped by her parents, and then she was found dead in her own basement. Um, the parents are very wealthy, very well connected in Boulder, Colorado. The crime scene was not processed correctly at all. Um, there was a ton of contamination. And the circumstances all point to someone in the house, someone within the family probably that did it. Um, but because the crime scene was so awful, uh, no one's ever been arrested for this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just cry some bias on this though, because there is also a lot of evidence that points to um, an outside perpetrator, which is why, which is kind of why nothing ever happened of it, because there was enough evidence sure. from both sides. For the, the police to just be like, fuck if we know. 
Um, yeah. It's true. It's it's very shady, though. Like, there, someone should have been put away for something, because it just doesn't make any sense. Um, but what's yeah. fun about the documentary is that instead of instead of rehashing the the evidence which like 10 other documentaries have done since 1996 um, yeah. instead of rehashing the evidence it kind of just because like that's what everyone else does right that's what all normal people do it kind of totally. says no this case is like is more about like how it lives in the public's mind and totally. how they and how they remember it and how and what's important to them um, yeah which is but like but because of that some little details like totally like glossed over like the pineapple thing you know about the pineapple thing oh yeah i know about the pineapple thing just search just search the word first of all just search the word pineapple and it might come up but um if you search the word pineapple and hammer it'll almost certainly come up yeah. um uh, hammer and burke yeah, 100%. but how gross how so you know that it was pineapple and milk right yeah that's disgusting wild. that's disgusting. wild disgusting um, supposedly she had eaten that uh, very shortly before no, she was definitely killed. she ate it, but supposedly that points to the fact that Burke was awake at yes. the same time she was awake. And whoa, what does that mean? Yes. Um, the 911 call, too, they didn't get super into it, which is nuts to me. Um, did you dive into the 911 call at all? I don't know anything about the 911 call. You can hear them in the background. You can hear Burke and the dad in the background of Patsy's call. And Patsy's call is very weird because it's not... It's a little, like, emotionally distant. It's not... It's not the same as a normal kidnapping call. Like, the uh, operator points out that, like, she hung up really quickly at the end. And she's like, people stay on the line with me because that's their fucking lifeline. Like, people don't just hang up on that. Like, they wait till the cops are there. And, like, Patsy couldn't answer, like, really basic questions. And um, it was just very odd. But you can hear Burke in the background saying, like, what did you find? Like... Really? Yeah. Oh, you should watch the CBS documentary of this. Oh, like, if I you should. if you want like the facts and like the science and the recreation stuff, that's where it's at. Um, so they glossed over that, which was interesting. And then same with the, they talked more about the ransom note, I was which say, I think that's is where they they pointed a lot of their effort. It's very damning. What were your um, thoughts on the ransom note? Have I you did you read the is, whole thing? I've read the whole thing. Cool. Damning is an interesting word because I mean it's certainly weird. It is an odd ransom note. Um, And I will agree that it is unlike any ransom note you would expect to find at a a murder. (laughs) Um, Right. At the site of a murder. Um, But I also think that the kind of person who's going to sexually assault and murder a six-year-old may also not be, like, you know, all screws up here... uh, normal sure Sure. um so i don't think it necessarily needs to be proof that patty or you know that the parents were involved i also think the parents were involved and i think the brother did it (laughs) (laughs) so there's that but let's let's just put that out there no i I mean i mean i mean you saw those kids hit the watermelon that is scientific evidence well, okay, it, it's I'll accept it because on the CBS one they did the same thing and it was also conclusive. Such but the garbage. thing, so here's the thing. I'm gonna keep talking about this other one, but I just think it backs up certain points about this one. Um, 
so the ransom note they timed themselves writing that ransom note mm-hmm. and it took 21 minutes the fastest time was 21 minutes like if you were going to kidnap someone and and also i don't think they mentioned this maybe they did the pad of paper and the pen are from, are from the, the house yeah so there's that and then i mean well, how I do you explain how do you explain the two non-family members dna found near the body how do you explain that two people were in and out all day yeah that's true <laughs> i mean the, no that's the thing like that's why this is fucked no. up and and the, and the body was moved <laughs> twice and like there's all sorts of yeah and all he sorts of garbage like that and john ben, john john benet found her you know yeah. and picked her up and now he's now he's all over her his dna mm-hmm. doesn't do shit because not only is it his house, which also makes it difficult, he's just found her and touched her. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's just, it's a shit show. Um, but anyway, those pieces of evidence are interesting. And they, they kind of gloss over it. They don't go super into those things. Well, and so I think some of the, like, glossing over does have, like, I don't know, I think it sends messages that I'm not sure the, the, the they meant to send. Like, a big one for me is, so they... They say, I forget what the line that leads into it is, but but it's something like, oh, I know what the line is. So uh, one of the uh, Johns is talking, and he's like, um, you know, nine-year-old, I just thought, I, nine-year-old, when I was nine, I would hit my brother or sister with a baseball bat. Like, that's just normal sibling shit. Like, that's what a normal kid does. Like, you don't murder someone. And then they cut to the all the young Burks. And I thought and and talked to them about sibling rivalries. Yeah. And it was like, see, these Burks would never kill their sisters, but like, these Burks are normally adjusted children. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all. No, it's tr- no, it's true. Like, I definitely think this felt super artistic to me, and that doesn't mean it's bad, but I don't think. Uh, yeah, it's just more artistic. It's more of just it's it's thought provoking, certainly, because yeah. we both came in not really knowing how we felt about it, and I am down with that. Like I enjoy like having to work it out a little bit. You know? I also like though that the what you just said, the thought provoking, it really poked holes in like every theory. Sure. Which is kind of fun. Yeah. Like it wasn't conclusive, so I'd say if you're going into this thinking there's gonna be some reveal or something. Oh, you're cool, gonna be mad. You're gonna be mad. Well, and that's why I went in. I was like, I'm going into this disappointed. <laughs> because... What do you, what do you feel about the, uh, the Patsy Ramsey was turning forty and was jealous theories? Because there were two sides to that coin that we saw. Like it's, it's interesting, but also like, I don't know. I still think the brother did. <laughs> Well, it's like, tough I just... because I remember when my mom turned 39 and she murdered my younger sister. Right. And so I, I kind of understand where Patsy could have been coming from. Sure. No, but, Mom, I know <laughs> I know you, we did. Aww. But um, what if what if the cops come now? That'd be, that'd be wild. That'd be crazy. Because you know whatever you say on a podcast is legally binding. Yes. Well, and they just... They just have access to all of our things now, so it's fine. Ha- yeah. Uh, it's hashtag fine. NSA 2K17. Um, yeah. 
I, I, we're almost at the thirty minute point, which we, we can go. We can go. We, I'm not. I'm not trying to wrap us up, but I want to make it make sure we talk about the Santa Clauses. <gasps> okay. Okay. So, as someone who didn't know almost anything about this case, I was so pleasantly shocked when. All of a sudden, we cut to five different fully dressed Santa men. There was only really one Santa man that was fully dressed, if we're going to be real about it. Are you talking about the one who had a little bit of a twitch? The second one with the gloves, who took his shit real serious. That's Santa. The one who gets background checks? Yeah. Yeah. That is Santa Claus. Like, he could maybe be a little chubbier, but that man convinced me. What I loved about that, too, is some of those Santa Clauses really felt... So, uh, uh, there was... There still is theories that uh, the murderer may have been the next-door neighbor who dressed up like Santa Claus for a living. Um, and these men really had, um, like, a you know bruised pride over it. <laughs> where it was like... Like, they had to stand up for the profession of, of Santa-hood. Yeah. No, it, that was so enjoyable um that second santa just really made me so happy i love Um, too there's the guy who's like uh he's like i don't usually tell people this but and it's like okay first of all you know whatever he's about to say he tells people all the fucking time yeah uh and then it was that uh his white gloves um are so that they stand out in pictures which no but um so well he was fun though I'm, I've been playing with these the whole time. Um, <laughs> we should one day do a video podcast just so people can see the shit you make me put up with. Like, I'm supposed to keep a straight face here. We're talking about the murder of a six-year-old child, and you're busy playing with these twisty ties. <sighs> I can't help it. I've, I've, the, sh- I've... the shit I put up with. It's okay. I'm playing with crumbs on the table right now. Yeah, like, if I'm not playing with this, I'm playing with something else. Um, mm, wink, wink. The, oh! The other thing I wanted to talk about quickly in this was, as someone who we both perform on the occasion, um, seeing actors yeah. <laughs> was uh, uh, anxiety-inducing. I don't mm. know. I mm-hmm. was, like, nervous for them, but then, like, some of them you could tell were nervous, and they were, like, really pepping it up for the camera. And I was like, no, 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 no. like, please be more cool. So that was a little weird. Um, Some of them had so much desperation, um, yeah. and it was painful. And I, you know, as a direct, as a former director, maybe someday future director, I, I really like being on the other side of the table, and I like auditioning people. Yeah. Um, and some of these people, their desperation would have been like immediate no. Um, oh, like, totally. The the one who stands out to me, and I'm curious if there's any moments that stand out to you, is there's the guy who's like. I'll, whatever you want me to do with my hair, I'll do it. You need me to shave it? I'll shave it. You need me to dye it? I'll do it. Whatever you need, I'll do it, I'll do it with my hair. And now it's just like, you want yeah. it too much. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree with you about that guy. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any others that what about, were... Uh, the John Mark Carr guy? Which one was that? The uh, Dixon was the guy. Um, he was bald. He was the one who played the false confession... Um. Really, oh. the prisoner. Oh, yes, yes. He's, so wait, he were just you like, saying something about that? Well, oh. I was just gonna say like I he like also was just like way he's like so overcommitted, and like to the point where it's like 
do you know how terrifying this makes you look? And that always makes me feel weird when there's actors who have to do that kind yeah. of thing. I mean, it was some heavy shit they were all having to, like, go to. That's for sure. There wasn't, like, any fun, lighthearted role. So, yeah, I, will I thought say, that was I, weird. I, I thought, editing-wise, I loved the moments where it was, like, you got to see them acting and then break character. Um, where it was, like, they would yeah. be... There was a couple times where... Um, the time that comes to mind is one of the first ones, where one of the Patsies... Um, had to do the 911 call uh, and was like gearing up for it and amping up for it emotionally and then she just stops and says something like you know hey are you gonna you're gonna read with me right and then they're like yeah and she's like okay and she like has to re-get into it emotionally yeah. and watching that kind of break is really always fun yeah no it was it was cool how they I don't know just that you get to see that you know I think it's uh, an interesting just look at people like, mm-hmm. outside of the documentary, I just think it's um, cool to watch people. I loved the guy who was, <laughs> he couldn't get the, his seat down right. And he was like, well, it's all about my spine and my core. And if I can't oh, relax yeah. those, I can't get to where I need that to be. That was so fucking actory. I wanted no, I to know. smack him. <laughs> I know. I died. It's like people who are like, well, I'm, I'm a shoe actor. So if I don't have my shoes, I'm not acting. <laughs> Is that a thing? Oh, in my classes, like, I don't know. You were an American studies major. The, mm. Like, some of this shit is so real. I mean, I felt like I was back in acting class for some of it. It was horrible. But, um, no, there are people who are, like, shoe actors. So they'll whatever shoes they're going to wear on the night, they will only rehearse in those shoes. Stop it. I, no, I swear to God. If you... That's... Next time, next time you're mingling with an actor, like... Be cool about it and just be like, so, like, are you a shoe actor? And they'll probably know what you mean. That's wild. It's pretty... I've, I've met a few. But, um, yeah, just watching people, like, slate. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. a cool look into the world, I thought. Yeah, I guess one thing about this documentary that I... It's just that it didn't have a strong thesis. If I was looking at it like an essay, yeah. it was like... I get to the end and I was like, that was really interesting. I think it was really beautiful at times. I think it was scary and emotional, but I don't right. know what you were trying to tell me. Right. Which maybe is good. That's why it feels so artistic to me. Right. It didn't say anything. It just kind of laid out some stuff for you to look at and decide, like, how do I feel about this? Almost more so than uh, almost anything. Stop it. Um, almost more than anything else we watched, really, I, I think this was like a artistic piece. Yeah, I didn't dislike it, but it was different than what much different than anything we've watched. And I still don't know if I would call it a documentary. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, I because I don't think it presented any any facts backed up by anything, but it told a story and was right. very interesting. Right. I don't know that I... W- I think I agree with you on all that. And I... Here's a here's a, a sniff test question. Would you recommend it to someone? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But, I would ma- but I would make sure that they, like, knew what the fuck. What they were going into. I would tell them... Seriously, the CBS one, which you can still watch online... I can't remember what it's called, but if you just look up, like, CBS Jaminé documentary, it's really fucking good. And it's very scientific. 
So mm-hmm. I'd watch that first and have an idea of at least what happened. And then I would watch this because it's interesting. But I think it helps if you know what happened. Right. I, I think that may be true. But I would also say if you don't know what happened, um, Google it's it. a... No, I, I mean, I didn't. I decided not to. And yeah. well, because I thought I would learn a little more from the documentary. But even still, it's like it's now a very interesting thing diving into all of the facts starting from a point of like emotion instead rather than sure. going the other way um so yeah but maybe maybe you want a basic literacy um if nothing else this is one of those cases that's like all over like our pop culture um, oh totally so like once you know this kind of stuff like you'll recognize it all over the place it's true it's true it was fun it was fun but i watched it good pick good pick good pick uh, let's talk about uh, our podcast. It's all over the place. Netflix. No, we're not on Netflix. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Uh, but we're on uh, iTunes, which apparently it's you're, we're not on iTunes. We're on the Apple Podcast Store. Oh. They like separated it now. Um, but we're also on Stitcher and Podbean and all the other places. On Tumblr, I just updated the Tumblr, so uh, it looks real spiffy um it actually looks the same but it has all the information on it now um we're also on facebook and twitter um you could follow us on any of those things that's totally cool um next week remember on monday we're gonna be on the great blight way um and i'll post a link so you don't have to remember that um all right documentary we're watching next week yeah i'm I'm kind of, I don't know, like, I don't know. I'm worried this is, like, that I'm painting us into too much of a box. Well, I'll just say, okay, it's called, I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's called Palio, 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 P-A-L-I-O. Just to give you the, it's got the, the, like, thumbnails are all people on horses um, in, in, like, kind of, like, jockey outfits. But it looks, but it's in some foreign country, and it says the uh, caption is, "It's the world's oldest race that takes place on four hooves." But it's, je- but it just produced a new kind of David and Goliath. Um, I don't know. We, I like racing <laughs> documentaries. I'm good. I'm looking at this. Palio. Palio. P a l i o. Horse race held twice a year. Yeah, and we're going to watch a documentary about it. So uh, get your equestrian hat on, because it's about to get crazy. I thought you had a pun, and I was like, don't do it. I really I really was working on it. I was trying to come up with a nay pun or a... Ooh, strategy, whatever. bribery, and corruption. Mmm. Delicious. Those are three of my favorite ingredients. Um... We'll end it on a, uh, well, obviously on a John Bonet quote, uh, but uh, but uh, John Bonet, most of John Bonet's quotes were uh, about coloring um, and stuff because she was six. Uh, so we're gonna go with a Patsy Ramsey quote. Uh, she said, "I hope to answer their questions and find out who killed my documentary. That's why we're a podcast." 
She really liked documentaries, that Patsy.